Hey, hey, listeners, thank you for tuning in today. Are you ready? Listen on as Doug Philp shares stories of restoration meaningful for life each and every day. Here we go. And it's another glorious day, my soapies out there listening. Today, I am once again excited looking out my window slight breeze I can hear children playing next door and it's overcast today only supposed to be in the high 70s which is not bad for this area of the country on the 1st of July not that that will be the date when you're listening but that is the date when I'm recording this podcast how are you doing today that is my question I am Doug Philp your host of Restoration on Fire, and like I mentioned, I am excited for what we are going to share today. Yesterday, we spoke about a question from the wife of a friend of mine and how it was a challenging question. Well, she asked another challenging question, one that I felt compelled to take a look at and figured since it was pretty straightforward and an easy answer or at least I thought it was a pretty clear-cut answer I thought I would share it with you today just in order to stay in the theme of restoration and to have a good solid look at God's Word today we're going to be reading from 2nd Timothy chapter 2 verses 24, 25, and 26. And we'll share a little bit about the context of those verses as well. But first, let's take a look at the question that this lady asked. And it was a pretty straightforward question, and it came out of 1, or excuse me, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 5. Let's take a quick look at those verses. But know this, that in the last days perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, excuse me, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, and from such people. To me, that is pretty clear-cut and straightforward. Um, What this uh, lady had asked was, do you believe written to the world, to everybody, to the people of God, or both? And she wanted, the real question is, why do you believe that? Well, I read you the scriptures, um, and here's what I answered. And she was asking on Facebook, so I felt it okay to answer on Facebook. It was a pretty straightforward answer I thought that I shared with her but let's have a quick look and and uh, then we'll get on to the scripture verses that I wanted to share today 
I said, yes, men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, etc. As always, that's the context of human nature. However, I believe this passage is about the people of God because the church understands the last days as a time of clear separating. Then I quote from uh, 1 Timothy chapter 4. Now the Spirit expressly says that in latter times some will depart from the faith. And uh, there's more to that verse, but I just quoted that part uh, to make my point about I believe that Paul in 2 Timothy is writing to the church itself right there. And outside of the context of God's people, writing the words, having a form of godliness but denying its power, to me, that makes little to no sense unless somebody was writing to the people of God. And naturally then I said, in the context of God's people, Paul's writing, and from such people, the boasters, the proud, the blasphemers, the lovers of money, that people turn away from. Now, if you're in the church, that makes sense. If you're in the world, it doesn't make sense. So, not to mention the word godliness is implied that there is a God and therefore implied in God is an expectation to turn away from the world and all its offerings. So that was what I said to her when she was asking, were those verses specifically to the world or to the church? And I believe they are to the church. Now, why do I say all of that? Well, it was kind of a setup for, I was reading in the context of uh, 2 Timothy 3, and the verses right before that in 2 Timothy chapter 2, where Paul is writing to Timothy, encouraging him to not strive about words that don't profit and ruin the hearers. He says in verse 15, Be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. But shun profane and idle babblings, for they will increase to more ungodliness. Well, we were just talking about godliness and the implication that there is a God in the word godliness, ungodliness would be the exact opposite, and we don't want that as believers. There is a separation. We are in the world, but we're not of the world. Does that make sense? I hope so. So, why what, what, the verses 24, 25, and 26? Let me read those real quick. Paul again is writing to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 2. And a servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, able to teach, patient, in humility correcting those who are in opposition, if God perhaps will grant them repentance, so that they may know the truth, and that they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil, having been taken captive by him to do his will. 
there we go. Paul is charging Timothy. My observation here is that Paul is charging Timothy on how to be and manage being a leader that has been appointed by God. And to effectively walk out God's anointing, Paul is encouraging Timothy that despite the times he lives in, that Timothy can experience fruit in his ministry or just in his walk. You and I, today, just in our walk, you may not be a pastor or a minister, but you do minister to people. And you can take these verses as a mentoring teaching to you. I take them that way. To be a servant of the Lord, Doug, you must not quarrel, but be gentle to all. Doug, you need to be able to teach, to be patient, and in humility, correcting those in opposition. So that's what I mean by taking the scripture, allow it to mentor you as it mentors me, and then taking your observation and turning that into an application. So yes, Doug, you can follow what Paul has written to and taught his young protege, Timothy. Doug, you can be a more effective husband, a more effective leader, and you can minister to others, Doug, when you are operating out of a humble heart, being gentle, and don't be looking for a quarrel for the sake of an argument, but rather be looking for um, a misguided theology and a have the discernment that if the individual wants to receive what you want to share in correction, do so out of love and in gentle spirit. I can do that, and I believe you can do that. And that is the beautiful thing about allowing Scripture to speak to our hearts and allow the individuals, the stories and the characters out of God's Word mentor us today thousands of years after they were written. Hopefully that uh, makes a little bit of sense for you. I know it's fun for me to just dig through Scripture and look for uh, how and what Scripture pops out and how I can apply that today in my life. Let's pray here and uh, we'll get on with our day. I'll allow you to go forward. As always, I try to keep these messages anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes in length. That way, on your short drive to work or during a break time at work or over the lunch hour, you're able to, to listen and uh, it doesn't take up all of your time. So here we go. Father God, I thank you once again for what you are doing today. I thank you once again for your word and how you are teaching me. I pray and I ask, Father, that it would be your spirit that speaks to me, that these thoughts and these ideas that I express through Restoration on Fire and these recorded podcasts, that they are your words, your teaching, your truth, and your will, not mine, Father. And that those who listen on whatever day, at whatever time, whichever episode, that it is right for them at that time 
in their lives. Have your way in them as you have your way in me. Grow us up together to a unity in the faith where there is one faith, just as there are many members but one body, and there are many denominations but one faith. Father God, I thank you for what you are doing, the one true God and Lord of all. Have your way today. Your purposes, not mine, be done. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. All right, again, I thank you for listening. Have a beautiful day. And as always, if you have any questions or thoughts, feel free to reach out to me via the website, restorationonfire.com. Have a good day, everybody. And there you go. Another episode done and in the bank. I trust you heard something meaningful today. Take a moment right now and head over to restorationonfire.com for show recap and leave some feedback. Plus, you'll be able to find more great resources and many more episodes to listen to. And as always, be sure and be listening on. Mm -hmm.